Hi, and welcome to SheQuest Podcast, a radio show that will help you not only claim your awareness around the concept of power, body, beauty, voice, and the arts of your life, but truly embody it. I'm your host, Estelle Thompson. You are here to widen your lens on the unfiltered and uncurated conversation we have in my SheQuest membership program. And best yet, you'll get real life, tangible tools to stay real and true to you. Each season, we will interview incredible, knowledgeable guests and You'll educate and uplift as we strive to live whole and not perfect. Welcome. Hi, Sheikress. Welcome to another episode with guests. I'm your host, uh, Estelle Thompson. Uh, this fall, I wanted us to take a deeper look at the importance of our moons and our dreams. What does that look like for you? Moons and dreams have long been related to feminine magic. How does your moon cycle and seasons of our lives relate to our dreams? What exactly prevents us from living our dream life? So here's to diving deep in a new episode of self-discovery and radical transformation. So this isn't the first time at SheQuest that we have Emily on the show. She's a personal girl crush of mine. And I just so, I'm just not going to see your intro because I don't even think you need an intro, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) You're that good. And I just, I always get emotional, but I'm just so proud now to like call you a friend and to collaborate with you with we actually we have so so many dreams kind of coming together yeah uh, thank you so much for being here hi thank you Estelle I love you oh, I love you more <laughs> what, makes you, what makes you feel alive today Emily oh like nature the weather the sun that it's still shining thank god <laughs> like the warm weather yeah that's what makes me feel alive and my lovely green smoothie that I just had before this yeah. and your dog oh my little dog charles yeah my, i have snuggling him earlier my little oh, man charles. <laughs> charles um okay so i wanted someone that could come on the show and just kind of shake up a little bit shake us a little bit and kind of talk to us why we as women like we don't like we don't live our dream life. Like, what do you think? And like, perhaps you can like talk about categories or like, what's going on there, Emily, that like, we're just, we feel stuck in that way. You know what? I I have to be totally honest. As you were like, just speaking, my eyes started to water because I was just like, oh, like this is such important work for us women to like, as cliche as it sounds, like step into these dreams. The biggest thing, and I even catch myself on this too, and I'm actually like I find in my business and life, I kind of go through seasons and there comes a season where I need to reevaluate, recheck in with myself, that kind of thing. And I'm doing it right now. I'm currently in that season where I'm checking in with, okay, what are my dreams now? What do I want next? And the biggest thing that I that I find that we catch ourselves with is, and it's so stupidly simple, but it's not even asking. It's like, we put up the barriers before we even give ourselves the option to even try. Basically, to put it quite simply, we, we use but a lot. <laughs> and not the good but, like the bad but. Where we're like, I could do this or I can't have that, but this and this and this. Like, I really want this, but, you know, my kids are going back to school or my husband would never let me or the money's not there or can't travel right now or whatever. So we make up we make up these these excuses of why we can't have our dreams before we even give the dreams the chance to breathe. Mm. How yeah. do you do that? Give the space to breathe. I think it's, and I, I love your word. I, I believe your word of the year, Estella's play, right? Yes. Yeah. And so. <laughs> it's been so good. Like that word has been so good. What's your word, Emily? My word, actually, it's funny. My word, it kind of felt lame, but it was totally what I needed. It was simplify. Oh, I 
Yeah, it was just simplify. And so it's been interesting how that has come up in different shapes and forms this year of simplifying. And I think even like the world, you know, pandemic that has really forced us to simplify and really get back to the core of yeah. of what we're truly grateful for. And anyhow, I digress. But, but um, even when like just like us talking about like our word of the year, like that's in a way for me, that's that's stepping into what you want just by placing kind of a tone to your year, wouldn't you say? Or Yep. And yeah. people like I I play with a word of the year and also a phrase of the year. So I would say the biggest shift that happened for me, and maybe this is going to be helpful, especially for this, this chat here today is so the end of 2017, I got to the end of 2017 and I was pissed off. I was pissed off because I had said all these things I wanted to do, but when, when the time came to step up and step into them, I told myself why I couldn't. I was like, no, I can't do that because of blah, blah, blah. Like I just kept shying away from it. So 2018 came and I was like, my phrase of this year is going to be start before you feel ready. And so any opportunity that came up, it was a yes. It was a yes. It was a yes. I mean, it wouldn't be like, yes, will you go move to Hong Kong? But like, (laughs) (laughs) but like relatively speaking, if it was something that I knew, I knew my ego wanted to say no to, I let my heart say yes. And so I think many of us, myself included, are sometimes scared to say yes, even to sometimes the simple things. Like in your case, Estelle, like you as a yoga teacher, maybe some people are, maybe not your audience because they're here because they probably love yoga, but there's some people out there who are like, oh, I can't go do a yoga class because I'm not flexible or I don't have the body shape or I've never done it before. It's just like, just, just surrender to the yes. And that starts to open up these quote unquote dreams. And you know what? Now that I'm speaking this out loud, I wonder if, if even the word dream kind of trips us up because dream comes with it such like grandiose of like, oh my God, this big dream. And we kind of put it on this pedestal and life is now. Like we are creating our future right now in this very present moment. And so if we take the the dream off the pedestal and just start to say, what can I do now? How can I show up today for my life and bringing your word? And if it's play or simplify or fun or, sh- or show up or whatever it is, that's going to get you to a life that you're like, holy crap, like my life is incredible by showing up today for it instead of saying that tomorrow or next week or next month or 2021. I mean, that's another thing that we're saying now is like, oh, I wish 2020 would be over. It's like, no, well, 2020 is here. So show up for what the life lesson that's available to you right now, like show up for it. There's so much there to debunk. Like first, when I was just listening to you now, it's like the willing, like from my perspective, like just like that willingness for good things to happen to us. Like even just, let's say in terms of yoga, like if I still hear that phrase, although like people do not tell me this anymore, but like if I say like, oh, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible. Like I like it, like, like that's not what yoga is about. cringe. Oh, but, but at the same time, it's like, no, you, you don't want because you're not willing. That's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, if you change that from like, there's lot, there's, anyways, there's that word, like, like, are you willing, you know, instead of like, I know willingness seems like a nice word to like, just like as a threshold to something new you want to do. do. Do you know what I mean? And the other thing that's in part of SheQuest Manifesto and it sounds so like backward, but it's like to almost like stop being yourself for like a split of a second. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I know it's like super counterintuitive because it's like the cliche, right? Like, oh, be yourself. Like, uh, mm-hmm. like follow your dreams. I'm like, oh, well, how about like not being yourself for like a split of a second? Like, would you do something different that like you'd almost like step out of the box? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like surrender who you think you are or th- who you think you need to be and go with the flow of life. Like, yeah, that is so amazing. I'll tell you like this and this maybe change like n- tomorrow, but there's this fantastic. Have you ever read the book, The Surrender Experiment? No. But- Oh, so good. good. Okay, we'll put it in the show notes. Everyone go get it like now. Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Long story short, this man 
tries to go on a journey of like self-isolation to like, all he wants to do is just like meditate, do nothing, like live off of like a hundred dollars a month, like live in the middle of nowhere and just be isolated. Anyways, all these things happen where he decides to surrender to life, whatever life gives him, he will surrender to long story short, this man ends up, uh, kind of like quote unquote, accidentally creating a billion dollar business totally by accident. And it came purely from surrendering. And the story is incredible, but he really inspired me. So yesterday I woke up yesterday morning and I love Pilates. I've been doing, doing Pilates since I was 19. I'm going to be 34 this year. So like I've been doing it for a while and I love, love, love it. And yesterday morning I woke up and I just had this like flash, like this ping of like, Emily, get your Pilates like certification training. And and my head is like, what? Like, no, like that's like, that's going to take so much time. Like, what would you even do with that? Like, why would you go do that? But it's just like, like to your point, like, like don't be yourself for a minute. Like just be like, okay, cool. So I legit am going to start to look into what it would take to get this Pilates certification training, just because my spirit, my heart, whatever you want to call it had just randomly guided me to go do it. And I'm going to surrender to it and do it. And you know what? It's like, I think sometimes we, we kind of get 10 steps ahead of ourselves when all we need to do is show up for the step in front of us. Because I think the ego wants to be like, well, what are you going to do with that? What if you spend all that time and it doesn't amount to anything and like, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, well, how about I just do it and enjoy it? <laughs> like, First of just- all, I love that. And second, why didn't I know about this? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be my Pilates instructor, like ASAP. <laughs> I just love it. And like, who, I have no idea. Maybe I'll do the training and nothing will ever come of it. Like, you know, past that. But who, know, who knows you what will happen? So I just love riffing up with you, by the way. I just like, <laughs> but uh, there, when you were talking again, it, it was like, you know, that thing like stop being yourself is like when you do that, you go really beyond the ego, right? Because like yourself is yeah. in a we, it's like the ego. And then yeah. we're like, Ugh. like the one that says like, oh, what are people going to say? Like Emily, the rich woman now is a Pilates teacher. Like what the yeah. fuck? Like, you know, all this right? stuff. And then at the same time, it's like, no, if I stop it, like I really, that really excites my spirit. You know, there's this quote by Rumi, like an answer that call that excites your spirit. And like most of these calls I find like, they don't fucking make sense. Like they, you can't even explain. And it's like, and even if, and that's such a fascinating part about it is that let's like, go take that training, Emily. I hope you do. I'm going to follow up on you with that. (laughs) Um, And like, even if, okay, you don't become an instructor, whatever, I bet you, you will look back in 10 years and you were like, oh my God, that so made sense that I went to this Pilates training. And like, even sometimes I do trainings and there's like one thing I really got from that training that's like not even about the training. It's about like something else. And it was like, like, it's like a piece of the puzzle that like puts itself back together. It's like a beautiful, it's like, oh my God, I would never be where I am today if I hadn't taken this like weekend Pilates training or whatever it is. Yes. You know? Yes. And you, and you know what, now that you say that it's like, and I'm sure many people listening can relate to this. It's like, none of my life makes sense. <laughs> like I did a music undergrad, didn't know what I wanted to do after that. So I went on to do a master's in business, didn't know I wanted what I wanted to do after that. Uh, ended up getting a job with my dad in construction. I took over for an engine. I don't know if you know this. I, an engineer had quit and my dad called me up. I was living in Halifax trying to figure out my life. My dad called me up and he's like, uh, you know, this guy just quit. Do you want to come home and work for me? I'm like, but dad, that's an engineer position. He's like, ah, you can figure it out. <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> so I go home and I start this position And, you know, one thing leads to another. And like, that's how the dream started to unfold. The freedom and the flexibility that that job gave me um, led me to connections, led me to building my first dream home, which was a dream of mine um, that I wouldn't have been able to do if I didn't have that uh, opportunity. It also led me to grow an incredible relationship with my dad, who I wasn't very close with up until then. It led me to then have the flexibility to go part-time so I could dive into my coaching business and then eventually go no time so I could do my coaching business full-time. Like all, like the the puzzle pieces, like if you open up a box that's puzzle pieces, 
if you look at them individually, none of them will make sense. And none of them make sense until you put them together. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like as humans, sometimes we, we, you know, get tripped up in trying to, trying to make sense of the puzzle, um, like straight out of the gate versus just being like, okay, this is an interesting piece. I'm going to see what connects with it. <laughs> like, you know, in a few days or a few weeks or a few months, but just taking all the puzzle pieces for what they are and, you know, making this beautiful mosaic or puzzle or whatever comes from it and just letting life unfold in this beautiful, magical way. Oh, I love this so much. And I love, so you set yourself a word and then you have a phrase, us at Chiques, we've been working with the word of the year, but um, also a symbol related to that to that word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell the girls, like when we work with visual imagery, like creative visualization, um, I find the part we don't talk about a lot is like the surrender part of it. Um, mm-hmm. And like, like people are like, I, and it's such a paradox, you know, because I find, let's say you work with a word like you know, you go back to that word, like throughout the year, you know, and like, I love to have like a little banner, because like, I can see it. So I like, okay, I go back to it. And I look at it, and I journal on it, whatever. And so that's really kind of active. But nobody like talks about the surrender part where it's like, okay, do its thing word. (laughs) Like, whatever you want with me, you know, like, like, okay, bring it. And like, I'll just be this kind of like canvas to for whatever, you know, and I think that's really the part that, like, I feel we need to practice more. And, um, yep. you know, I had a, a teacher, I love her so much, Ashley Turner. She would say, your karma is your dharma. Like, what mm. they're giving to you, it's like, that's your life's mission. And, and like, I just, I love that because it's like, it really enables that surrendering. It's like, okay, what can I make with, with like, life gives me, you know? And um, anyways, I went all over the place with, with it, but do you, like, I just want you to talk about that paradox where like, it's like the surrender, but it's also the rigor of like believing, you know, and like doing the little like daily small acts of like trusting and bravery. And like, 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 let's say mm-hmm. today you go and like, you actually sign up for your Pilates, like, <laughs> you know, like you do these little steps to be like, okay, I got the ping. Now I got to like, you know, walk the talk. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 To that point of like the, the daily thing, it's like, now I'm not perfect with this, but I do my best to daily set the intention of, now I call it God, your audience can call it what they what they want, but yeah. I say, God, what would you have me do today? Mm. How would you have me show up? And for someone who's new to practicing that connection, because I, I feel like it's hard to surrender if you're in your head. So you have to get out of your head and really like, that's part of, actually, that's, probably one of the first steps to surrendering is that connection of knowing that there is something else out there greater than us. That's kind of, you know, leading the way, so to speak and loosening our control. Like so many of us are control freaks with our lives. And I remember catching myself one time I was driving down uh, the parkway, they call it here. And I remember like freaking out being like, but this needs to happen. This needs to happen. This needs to happen. And the, I just kind of heard the universe it's almost like I saw it like sitting back with like its arms folded, kind of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> and then it was like, and then it was kind of like, okay, do you understand, Emily, that like, we got this? <laughs> like, and I was just like, oh, right. Like, there's something out there far more powerful than me that, you know, has the sun come up every day that moves like the clouds. That's like the invisible wind that we can't see, but we can feel like there's this power out there that we can tap into if we just allow ourselves. So even last night I was, I found myself in a bit of like a a weird head funk space. So I went out of my hammock in the backyard last night. It was like 1030 at night. My husband was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just need to get outside. And I sat out in my hammock and I just lay there for a half hour. And I was just like, God, like, what would you have me do? What, like anything at all. And it could be like the, the, intuition that you get might just be like, go inside and read or just lay there for the rest of the day or whatever. But it, and maybe if somebody's new to this, they might get nothing and that's okay. But just working that intuitive muscle is a really great starting place for the surrendering and asking the question of what would you have me do? Or what's my best step today? 
Um, and you might fool it up some days and that's okay. And then you might feel like you get it right some days and that's awesome. And then some days you might feel like you're on the wrong train and that's also okay. (laughs) Really just placing no judgment on where you are in the journey, which I know is easier said than done, but that helps the surrendering process. Yeah. I I have some questions too from SheQuest students, but um, I also want to talk about that word dream that you like mention and like Mm -hmm. how, like just to debunk that, because I believe just like the word passion, it's like a loaded one, you know? Yeah. uh, Yeah. We've learned, but then you were talking about um, intuition and, and that's when I get a lot where like, I know my intuition and I'd love to hear about yours, but my intuition shows up as visions. Like I'll Mm -hmm. see, like, let's say I had seen like going to, France like I had seen it like I had envisioned it and but like I feel some other people like they hear you know it's like a voice or like other people like I don't know if people smell it but there's there but like a voice or it's like just to get more like hands-on about this yeah so like there are what they call different clairs so there's like clairsentience clairvoyance so if you see things at the clairvoyance And we can have just like any gift in life. Let's just say like, I don't know, athletics. Um, Maybe, you know, someone's okay at four different sports or maybe someone like excels at one or whatever. Like just like anything else in life, we have kind of our gifts and our strengths and then others that we can like take or leave. So when it comes to intuition, I get it in a mix of ways. Probably my two strongest are clairaudience where I hear something and then clairvoyance. And I find they show up differently. So another like passion of mine is um, interior design and like, and construction and development and that kind of stuff. And for that, I will literally get visions like dropping into my head of what needs to be done with a house to, to flip it or change it or whatever. So it's super cool and super fun. But I find typically with my coaching business is I'll hear things and people ask, so like, what does it sound like? And I describe it. It's, it's when you read a book or this is at least how it is for me. When you read a book and you can hear the characters in your head, you know, their voices, that's the kind of same thing that happens when my intuition comes through is I'll hear a voice and it's not my voice, but it's a voice and it'll be a little phrase or maybe it might just be one word. So that's how it shows up for me. So this is what I do want to say though. Everybody has this ability, every single person, we've all been there where we walk into a room and we just know something's up or we've met someone and we don't know why we know, but we know like, watch out for this person, (laughs) you know, like, so all of us have had some experience with our intuition, giving us that ping of like good or bad or in between. And so it's just, it's just like a muscle that we need to develop. And so how you develop that is tuning into it more and more and more by asking those questions of like, what, you know, intuition, God, universe, what would you have me do? Or asking for signs. Like that's another lovely way to check in with it more and more. So really playing with it instead of telling yourself that you suck with your intuition or you don't have it or whatever. Cause it's not that your intuition sucks. It's just that most times we don't listen to it. And then we get ourselves in trouble because we don't listen to it. And then we tell ourselves that we have a crappy intuition when it's not true at all. People hate it when I say we're all psychic. (laughs) (laughs) I really believe that. Absolutely. And where you can see it, it's like kids are so psychic. Like they they don't have barriers. They don't – like they know when something is up. Like I find – yeah, I don't don't know. Maybe you see it in your dogs. (laughs) (laughs) But um, well, actually, dogs hear things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but another thing is like, um, so like your gut feeling, right? And I yeah. think, I mean, that could be another podcast altogether. But like to trust your body in a way, you know, trust what it, the signs and what it tells you, you know. Yes, and to add to that is, don't evaluate too early, meaning. If I were to have evaluated the, let's just take, for example, that call that I got from my dad, you know, that fateful day when I was in Halifax and him saying, do you want to come work for me? And, you know, everything in me said, yes, had I, you know, I did move home and I started working there and had I evaluated too early, you know, maybe a week in, I would have been like, what the fuck? Like, 
why am I working here? This doesn't make any sense. Maybe this wasn't the right thing for me. Maybe like in questioning myself, but I didn't evaluate too early. And then, you know, a year or two into it, it was like, oh, this is why it totally made sense for me to do something completely random and go work for a construction company that had nothing to do, so I thought, with my fate or where my path was leading me, but actually had everything to do with it. Yeah. So just be careful. And even like people out there, I know people can be quick to judge relationships. You know, if you're currently going through a breakup or a divorce or whatever and being like, I should have known better. It's like, no, like, don't evaluate so early. Like, there's beautiful lessons in all this stuff. If we just kind of give ourselves that space and that allowance to get the lessons versus judging it and placing blame and shame on ourselves right away. I love it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Would you like, how can we unlearn like, how can we widen our lens around that word, like dream? And like, because when you were saying that, like, it's so, so true. Like, it's so like, you know, when you were a little kid and people would be like, oh, what are your dreams? We're like, I'm mm-hmm. ashamed of it. Like to this day, I feel like I don't want to tell people like what I really want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, like, oh, they're going to think I'm this or crazy. And like, okay, who cares about what people think? But it's like ingrained in my bones, you know, to almost like keep it secret or I don't know. Yeah. What. yeah. So I think with dreaming, the, the easier kind of the place that kind of diffuses this whole like, oh my God, this big dream and the, the passion and you got to know what you want is just to ask yourself, how do I want to feel? Yeah. And that's actually what I was doing on my hammock last night. Cause I was even stuck on like, cause like I said earlier, like I'm in the new season. I just, you know, achieved a big thing that I had set out and, you know, achieved my quote unquote dream in my business. And it's kind of like, all right, now what's the next chapter? And I was like drawing a blank. I was getting nothing. And so I just checked in with, okay, how do I want to feel? And to be honest, it actually took me a little bit of like feeling around. I was like, well, do I want to feel this? Do I want to feel that? And you know what I came to at in that moment was just like, I just want to feel truly connected and I want to feel at peace and I want to feel at home is what I call it. Mm-hmm. And um, because at the end of the day, here's the thing. If we know what we want to feel, the what doesn't matter, which I know the ego can hate because I remember a few years ago, I was like, I want to feel this and I want to feel that, blah, blah, blah. And then my ego was like, well, what if you feel all those things, but you're not actually doing something you love? You know, what if you're actually, you know, taking a shitty job or whatever? And I was like, well, that would be impossible to feel those feelings then (laughs) if I wasn't doing something that was meant for me. Like, Mm -hmm. so you can, it's like, you can trust in the feelings and like, because at the end of the day, if you think about it, if you think about any dream that you've ever wanted or want, you only want it because of the feeling, because it's, it's going to give you a feeling. And so tap into that, whether it be a material thing of like a new home or, or a cottage or a vacation or, you know, whatever, what's the feeling that you desire. And the more and more you can cultivate that now um, and feel those feelings now, the faster you will get to those dreams. Celebrate your innate talents and radiance with gifts for the creative soul by me, your muse fairy, Estelle. Visually magic paper products that are proudly painted in coastal Cowboy, Nova Scotia and printed locally here in Halifax. This year, I made my third large wall calendar. It is published independently. Each month is bursting with flowers and butterflies to add a spark of magic to your life. And guess what? The SheQuest Planner is back in full force, helping you plan, journal, exercise your creativity. This book is filled with your favorite sheet art and words. I swear, this planner is everything to help you live aware, bold, and whole. Both the Magic Garden Calendar and the SheQuest Planner are seasonal products. And once they are gone, they are gone. Order today at www.estellethompson.com slash paper slash shop or simply copy paste the link from your show notes. Happy holidays. Yeah, so I think that's a great starting point to kind of debunk this whole dream thing. It's just, how do you want to feel? <gasps> that's what I say 
all the time, Emily. I say, <laughs> you don't do life, you feel life. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, uh, so one of the questions that we had was about like, you know, how can one get really clear on our dreams and which really ties with what you just said, because that's where I go all the time. Like, it's like actually like, well, what do you want to feel kind of in your life? Would you, would you add to that? Yeah. Like, yes, the feeling part is a great starting point. And from there, like to get back to what I said at the beginning is like asking for what you want without rules. So I actually have my ladies, my, uh, my women do this who are in my group coaching program. Now what we're doing is we're doing a 50 desires list, like five, zero desires list. So with that, what you write out is anything and everything you could possibly want if nothing were off limits. Like literally, if you want to go to the moon, put down, I want to fly to the moon. Um, if you want to have 10 vacation properties in France and Spain and wherever, put that down on the page. And I find- you want to go on a retreat with Emily and Estelle? Put that on the list. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, because you'll be pleasantly surprised. It's super cool. And I know I'm not the only one who has experiences. Like I hear it many times from my clients and friends and that kind of stuff. Where when you do this either desires list or a vision board, and sometimes you kind of forget about it. Like you do it and you get excited and then it kind of gets tucked off to the side or you don't look at your desires list for a little bit and then you pull it open and you're like like, it's so cool you're like whoa these things happen without me even like realizing it and so that like it's actually it's so fun like taking the timeline off of your dreams is huge so I'm actually now that I think of it in my bucket list I'm actually creating a dream come true in a few weeks time so there's this gorgeous property here in Newfoundland. Like it's like this mansion on the water. And I've always wanted to rent it out for my friends and family for like, you have to stay a minimum of three nights. So I was like, like, I want to be able to do that, you know, be able to treat my friends and family to a weekend there and like on me. Anyways, the other week, uh, I just did it. I just booked it. And I thought that that would have taken me longer. Like I thought that might've been another few years until I had X amount saved up and like, you know, so much was coming in monthly, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm doing it now. And so many things in my life, so many dreams, visions, desires, all that kind of stuff have come as a result of me taking the timeline off of things. So that's why it's so important when you do these desires list is to take off all the rules, take off all the, the, the red tape and just be like, if anything were possible, what would I want? So amazing you did that. (laughs) You got to come here for it. (laughs) Great. Uh, So, okay, let's, I want to, there's two more things I want to talk about. So you talked about the timeline that too, I find like really kind of fascinating. Um, and also I want to talk about that thing that I got, that's pretty much why I was like, Oh my God, I have to have Emily back on the podcast because about deserving your dreams. But I'm, I'm curious about the timeline because I, in my own kind of, you know, that's happened to me too, where like, oh, like, you know, I just went to India. That was like a huge dream of mine that had been on my list, you know, on my, my desire list for like so long. Mm-hmm. And I truly thought it was going to be when I'm much older, like when my son is much older and, da, 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 and it wasn't. Like it was like much, like, I can't believe I still like still to this day. I'm like, Oh my God, I I really did it. Like I really, um, can you talk to us about that? Like maybe is it, is it the act of like writing it down or is it like the awareness on it? Like, what do you think it's like the magic operating here? Ooh, good question. Well, I will say this about timeline too, because I get asked that question, like, do I put a timeline? Do I not put a timeline? Especially with goal setting where we're told and, and it is like, there's a time and place for it where it helps to get specific, like, I want to hit this goal by this date, you know, yeah. this much or whatever it is. So there's a time and place for that. But generally speaking, I say it's good to put a timeline where the ego would have you not put a timeline. So for example, like me, I'm writing, I'm currently like, I just the other week decided I'm writing a book. The ego would have me put that off for years if it could. So that is where I had to put a timeline to be like, and I hired a coach to help me with it, to really bump up the accountability of like, 
by the end of 2020, my rough draft will be done for this book. So that's where timelines can be really helpful. And where we want to take off timelines is where the ego would tell us that it, that it's going to take so long. You know, where the ego would be like, well, you want to go to India? All right. Well, you're going to have to wait until you're like 50 or 60 years old because that's going to take yeah. forever, you know? And so that's where we can take off the timeline. So um, that's a little little tip there about about this. But yeah, to your question of like, what is the magic behind it all? <laughs> <laughs> is, well, I mean, I always say and to, to my point earlier is like, ask, uh, put it out there and, and get ready to receive too, you know? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's huge. Is, is really like checking in of like, what if this is a possibility like now? And so here's the thing is that, like everything starts out as a crazy, okay, maybe not everything, but our dreams start out as, as crazy, you know, as something that we don't believe in at the time because they're dreams. And that's the way they're supposed to feel. If, if we, if we fully were like, oh yeah, I know how to get that. Well then, you know, it wouldn't be a dream. It'd just be like, all right, well, that's just something that'd be an action step. And so like just recently this past month, I hit, you know, a quote unquote dream goal of mine that I've had on my Dream you're board. rich, basically. Well, <laughs> you're rich, bitch. Just say it. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag, I love you. <laughs> you're rich, bitch. Yeah. So, like, you know, and actually, and even, you know, I'm even catching myself, like, I'm hiding the goal, right? Sharing the goal out of fear of like the judgment. But yeah. you know what? Bullshit on that. So forever I had on my vision board of like, I want to hit a six figure launch with my business. Like I want to do a hundred K month in my business. And last month I did the hundred K it's funny how, you know, I just said a second ago, I'm even hiding it myself. I'm like, Oh, I had this big role. Like we're so scared to share some of this stuff. Sometimes I had a like fear of the judgment or like, is it too much for people? Or will they think I'm whatever? So anyhow, so this, this quote unquote dream felt so far away for so long, but I kept just like picking away at it. It's kind of like, you know, the, the analogy of like the diamond where you just kind of got to like chisel away at the exterior until you get to that like diamond in the core. And that's what it felt like. It was like for the longest time, like my beliefs were felt so far away, like away of like, how is that ever going to be possible? Like you'll have to do this, 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 and this, and like all these rules the ego wanted to put on it. And my, my heart would kind of gently nudge me, like, like, just, just, just try him. Like, like, just go for it. Like, just, just keep moving forward. And slowly, slowly, but surely I kept calling BS on these limiting beliefs of like, you need to do this and you need to have that. And you need to blah, 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 like all the rules. And I would say, but what if I don't, what if I don't need to have the sexiest branding out there? What if I don't need to have an email list of like 10,000 people? What if, what if, what if, what if? to the, like my friend calls it what if upping, like the positive what if upping. Cause so often we can go down the what if down, like, well, what if this happens? And what if, you know, I do hit that goal, but then everybody hates me or we go down the negative. What if, what if rabbit hole, but I, what if up, what if I can do this? What if it is possible? What if people do sign up? What if it is the best thing ever that happens to me? Like all these positive what ifs. And then I remember it like it was yesterday. It was kind of like it was yesterday. Anyways, it was, it was like about a month or two ago, I was standing in my kitchen. And I remember it just like hit me where I just felt it in my bones or it was like, Emily, hundred K is so effing simple. Like I just, <laughs> I just got it. And it was just like the universe, like speaking through me because to, like to you and I, maybe a hundred K month seems like absurd, but to the universe, that's like, we just asked for a dollar. Like it blew my mind years ago. I think it was in a Marianne Williamson. No, it wasn't in her book. Uh, it was in a course in miracles where it said there is no order in difficulty in miracles. And so whether you ask for a dollar, whether you ask for a hundred thousand, whether you ask for a hundred million, there is no order of difficulty in miracles. And wrapping our heads around that can be really challenging as humans, but to the spirit world, like they don't give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And so it just struck me of like, this gets me so easy. So to your point of like where the magic is, it's just like chiseling away at those limiting beliefs that say it's not possible and 
being okay with it not feeling possible right now and knowing that one of these days it is going to feel possible and you will get it. I'm taking notes. Whenever you come on, I take notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, um, it makes me think of something though about like resistance and mm -hmm. like, I remember, I mean, that must have been three years ago now, like my first retreat, like I, it was like a big up leveling, up leveling, you know, for me. And yeah. like, ah, oh, man, I had so many tests, like so many times I could have been like, this is not worth it. Like I should just give up, you know, like yeah. I should just And it kept going and I was like, oh my God, like why? And like, I knew it was like part of like, and I just kept being like, no, like this is like, I'm okay. Like this is going to happen. Everything is working out as it should. Like I just kept going and you know, it did. And it was like a huge thing I did. And it was, but it didn't come without, like it was hard. <laughs> and like, but I know like, you know, at the same time, like, thank God I had the mindset. I was like, no, this is just the universe testing me. And also my dad once told me, it's like, like you, the things you want, like, you know, it's not all easy. And like, I love that about like, it's, it doesn't have to be difficult, you know, like it's mm -hmm. just, again, it feels like mindset a lot. Um, yeah. do you want to like, maybe talk about your big launch? Like it wasn't all easy, was it? No, yeah. no, <laughs> not. yeah. That's the thing I want to talk about, like almost like the things you want the most sometimes come with the most resistance, you know? Absolutely. Where the ego resists, the heart whispers lean in. Oh, I love that. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to write it down. Repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> where, the, where the ego resists, the heart whispers lean in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is it. And I think especially in the work you and I do, like the spiritual realm of things, is sometimes we can get tripped up with this alignment thing. I'm like, okay, I need to feel aligned and it doesn't feel aligned. So something must be off. But sometimes misalignment is actually the alignment. Yeah. Because it's that resistance that's getting us tripped up thinking, oh, there must be something off. Or I must be doing something wrong. But you're actually doing something exactly right. That's it. And this is the... This is the push through to get to the other side as much as we don't like it. So yeah, with my 100K launch that I did, you bet I had resist resistance. Like I had full on like days where I, like literally there's one point where I was like, all right, I'm going to open the doors to my program and nobody's going to buy. Like literally I had a day where I was just like, nobody's going to buy. And I had to do the, the work of the tapping into the universe, just saying like, God, universe, help me. Like literally I would just say that out loud or sometimes in my mind, which is like, I just need your help. I'm super stuck on not believing today. And here's the, here's the big thing that I want people to get around your dreams is that you get to not believe on some days and still be successful. Yeah. You get to be imperfect. You get to have doubts. You get to not be the best one in your field or in your work or whatever it is. And be friggin' awesome and achieve your dreams. That's and so, thing to do at your worst. Exactly. Yeah. And so, so often I, I think where we get stuck is we think we need to be the best or we need to have the full alignment or we need to whatever in order to get the success, the money, the clients, the dream, whatever it is. And it's so untrue. It's like, it's like the universe doesn't give a shit if you're imperfect. Like, of course you're imperfect. Like that's, we're not, we're not meant to be perfect beings. We're here to learn and grow. If we were perfect, how boring would life be? And so it's what makes the, the achievement of the dream that much more better and more thrilling is when I call it my fall to your knees moment, because years ago, my dream was having a 20 K launch. And I remember once again, you know, going through all the what ifs and this can't happen and what if nobody signs up and blah, blah, blah. But eventually, you know, I overcame that stuff and I hit the 20K dream. And I remember literally falling to my knees in tears of gratitude and joy and like almost like disbelief. Like, do I truly get this? Like, <laughs> holy shit. And, and I felt this nudge of this voice just being like, if you only could see how much more was available and coming to you, like you would always be on your knees in tears, essentially. <laughs> like that is how much is available to all of us. And like, even me with that 100K launch, I fully believe that the universe wants that and beyond to be easy for me every single month. 
But I know that I have the obstacles and, and disbeliefs that it can be that easy. But to the universe and God, it's so freaking easy. And um, yeah, it's just a matter of doing that inner work of just saying, like asking for help and reaching out. Like I was reaching out, you know, to you, to other like biz besties of mine and friends and family and just being like, I feel like shit today. Like someone just picked me up <laughs> kind of thing. Like, so lean in on the support to get your dreams. You're not meant to get them alone. Yeah. No. I I love that. And I, that's actually where I want to go is um, how as women, we, we're still not asking for help. Like mm. uh, that drives me nuts. And the other thing, it's like, like people are like, oh, like this idea, like again, like, you know, because I travel a lot and I always hear like, oh, <laughs> well, I know you love that, Reza. Like, oh, it must be nice. Or like mm-hmm. um, also kind of like, oh, well, it's easy for you. And I'm like, wait a minute. I like I had to really get on my own way. I was like, to go to all these places, like I have to be an inconvenient wife, people. Like mm. legit. Like yeah. I, I, my, it's really inconvenient for my for my husband for me to be gone for like that. Minute. Do we make it work? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, would it be easier not to? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that part. It's like you have. I had to ask for help. Be like honey, you're going to have to help me. Like when I go, you're going to, you know, all this stuff. And it's good for all of us, you know, but for us as a family unit, not that it's like good for anyone else, but like, so this, I find even for you to be like, I need your help right now, guys. Like, can you, like, I feel we're not, what what do you feel about that? Like that gets me almost angry. Like, yeah. And actually to that point, it's kind of along the same vein of, I was, I was chatting the other day with a client about this, being overachievers. And she said, you know what? She said, I really hate that word overachiever because she said, it's just achieving. And she said, if a man goes out there and does all the stuff that we're doing, we don't call him an overachiever. It's just like, okay, well, they're just making shit happen. (laughs) Right. And I was like, fuck, like so true. And so like as women, if, if my husband had to go away for weeks on end or whatever, like actually I have many clients whose husbands require a lot of travel for them where they're gone for like two, three weeks at a time. And then they come home and it's just like, it's expected of us. You know, the default for women is we're expected to be the home care givers and, you know, the nurturers and that kind of stuff. So it's okay. But when us as women go to do it, it's like, like, how dare we? And, you know, such an inconvenience and all that kind of stuff when, it's, it's not, it's not equal playing ground for men, which is unfair. Yeah. So, you know, as women, I feel like it's our, like so many women that came before us moved the needle for us. Like they, they got us the voting rights. They got us the ability to work and do pretty much whatever we want, you know, at least in, you know, North America, maybe not all countries, but you know, there's been so many women who've come before us who have laid that ground for us to have the life that we have today. And I use the the ratio, like the one to 100 ratio, where I believe that if one of us makes that change, where Estelle, in your case, you go away and you say to Scott, like, Scott, you're going to have to kind of like man the ground back home, like, you know, take on a bit of extra, you know, responsibilities or whatever. Like when one woman does that, that has a ripple effect of at least a hundred women that you've impacted now. Estelle, like imagine how many other women out there, whether you know them or not, have seen you go on this trip to India and been like, I want to do that too. Like Estelle has a husband. She has, she has Isaiah. Like you have kids, like, like you did it. And so you're giving, giving permission to other women to do the same. And so that's what I think it's like, it's not just for us and our own, and our own dreams and desires, but it's for the dreams and desires of other women, whether we know them or not, whether they're alive right now or not, whether they come in, in generations but we got to lay that groundwork for them in order to keep changing the, the, keep the shift going for women and the empowerment that is, that, that should have been ours all along, but we gave it away. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew it's, it's, I, it's a social responsibility for me. You know, it's like, yeah. you got to, yeah, it's, it's a social responsibility and, and like to just do it. Like, I feel there's something about like, like embodying what you, you know, embodying that. Yeah. And it's not like you teach way more when you're like, you're doing it. Like you're, you know, the same thing with your launch, Emily, like you're teaching your, 
you know, your, your clients exactly that, what you're like doing, you know, mm-hmm. um, which got, it gets me to the last story before I do my, my quick fire questions there. But, um, so when you, you got that big launch, then you got, you started having messages that said, yay, you deserve it so much. And yeah. then you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. yeah so so many friends family they're like you know I was saying that I was going on vacation that weekend and some of them knew that and some of them didn't but anyways they would all like probably 90% of people who congratulated me said that phrase like you know go out and celebrate you deserve it or go on vacation or like take a weekend off or whatever like you deserve it and I was like hold up what, who said I deserve this now because I hit a big goal of mine? Like, I get it. Like, they're not trying to be mean or anything. It was well-intended, but it was like, I deserve that shit anyways. I deserve to go on a vacation. I deserve to take a day off. I deserve whatever all that stuff is that they're telling me now I deserve without hitting the launch. I deserve it just because I am. And so we place these rules on, I deserve it when, fill in the blank. And we need to start we need to stop with that stupid rule of the deserving thing. And just like saying, I deserve this now. Like I deserve to go on that vacation or I deserve to have the day off. or I deserve to get a babysitter and give myself three hours of peaceful time just because I am, because you're a human, because you're here. I, I love that so much because I, I get caught up in that so, so often, you know, I work hard, then it's like, okay, I deserve this. It's like, who said, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it's like a, a rule like where I, I don't know it's, it's you know it's very patriarchal you know it's very like I don't know there's no we need to change that like ASAP mm-hmm. <laughs> yep and so just like and I think I can start with even something small of like if you haven't even I don't know bought yourself a new pair of underwear in a while <laughs> like <laughs> Go out and like, and it doesn't have to be a buying thing. It can be a time thing where you give yourself time or or go to a yoga class or get up for a walk. Like you don't have to have done anything to receive goodness and things that fill your heart. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I could talk to you probably for another hour. But um, I want to talk about like your soul ritual and stuff. I know... Like, do you have personal things? I know I asked you that the last time you came on, but um, like, do you have things you do every day to really like ground yourself in your dreams and like to kind of stay with them and embody them? Like, can you just give us like a few, like ex- two, little, two or three little tools maybe? Yeah, uh, affirming what I want. So I literally have a, a typed out sheet of all my affirmations because it, because some people might be lazy to do them or say, I don't have time or like, what are this affirmation? What are these affirmation things all about? So affirmations are like positive statements that you desire to be true about you. And, or maybe they are already true or what have you. But here's the thing is that if you don't affirm it, the world will do it for you. Yeah. So you might as well affirm that shit. Yeah. Like, so I affirm it every day. Otherwise by default, my ego will take me down probably not the greatest place to tell me that I'm not good enough or I don't deserve this or I'm not a good coach or whatever. So I need to consciously affirm that shit every day. Now I'm not perfect with it, but I do do my best to do my affirmations fairly frequently throughout the week. And then the other thing that I do is hands down meditation. Like I have to meditate. I notice like Um, even just this last week I was away on a staycation and I kind of got out of my meditating routine and it completely throws me off. I lose that balance in my, well, every, like in my life and my mind and my thinking, like all the things. So I have to meditate like pretty much daily to keep that balance for me. That's my two things. And you have to Voxer Estelle at least. (laughs) (laughs) I have to message Estelle every day. kidding um but actually you know not that I say that like it's nice to have a buddy that knows your dreams you know yeah absolutely like ladies listening like if you don't have someone that you can share like maybe not share everything but share something like find him go to Estelle she quest like get in there like get a part of something because like like we're saying earlier you can't do this stuff alone like it's just so exhausting and so find a buddy or two or three or four 
that believe in you and it becomes a hell of a lot easier than trying to do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. The last questions are just kind of like quick uh, answers. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Do you have a favorite mantra these days? I dream big and go after what I want. Ooh. How about a favorite flower, Emily? I love, I have spot sunflowers the other day and they were so pretty. I love them. Uh, how about a favorite book you've read about dreams? You've mentioned the surrender one. Is there another one you would? You know what? I'm going to go back to the surrender experiment. Yeah, it's so freaking good. good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, favorite podcast? <laughs> Estelle's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it as that. Um, <laughs> mentioned meditation but uh and pilates but do you i I just ask usually yoga or running oh god it's a hard one i do do both and they give me different things depending on the day right if i were to answer right now my answer would be yoga uh estelle's heart sparks by the way which you (laughs) yes exactly yeah actually ladies digress during my launch I made sure it was like my non-negotiable that daily I would do uh, Estelle's Heart Sparks yoga. So I'd get up in the morning and I would start my day with that. And that would just center me for the days so that no matter what happened, I was like grounded and ready to take it on. And you know, your heart does, it hosts all your dreams, you know, I just, yeah, so great. Um, okay. How about like a favorite treat? Something to just, oh. it, it can be food, but it doesn't have to be. Oh, well, it's got to be food if it's with me. Um, <laughs> a favorite treat. Oh, my God. I love so many things. You know what's so random that I'm eating right now? is fruit roll-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Are you seven? I'm seven? When I went camping, I picked them up as like a joke treat, and I love them. They're like Jolly Rancher flavor. They're delicious. Amazing. I love it. Okay. All right. I have one last question. It's a loaded one, but I have faith in you, Emily. I and it's a new question, actually. I'm I'm asking this season since, you know, going through the pandemic and kind of like I I've been calling it the kind of a dark night of the soul, like a global crisis. And I really feel it's almost like a clearing and like a new world we're creating almost. Yeah. So um, what do you wish for this new world that women are creating? What do you wish for it? Yeah, this is going to sound so cliche and kind of lame, but like a newfound happiness. Because mm. I feel like so many, well, all of us really were kind of thrown into this and it really peeled back all the, the shit and I think it forced us to really find what truly makes us happy. And I know even last night I went to my in-laws for the first time for dinner since January. I and mean, it's now, mm-hmm. you know, the last day of August. And I was like, I soaked it up. I was like, oh my God, I just love being here. I love that. I like the laughter and like all the little things. So like, that's what I hope that mm-hmm. us as, I mean, even humans as a collective is just, we can find this new found happiness for ourselves in this simple things that we were missing for so long yeah that's beautiful oh emily you're just such a gem i just i'm feel really privileged to be closer to you now and um for anyone who may be listening to this i want to know where can they find you and how can we support you yeah ladies find me on um well go to my website emilyking.ca or you can go join me on Instagram, Emily King Co. Co. Um, and you'll find a lovely audio bundle I created. There's like I think there's three meditations and two affirmation audios. Actually, speaking of affirmations, they're so good. They're so good. So go download them. They're free, and they will for sure help you. I've had so many people reach out saying how much it's helped them, and they just love it. So go get them. <laughs> We'll do that. Uh, Emily, thanks so much for your time and doing this. And um, I just adore you. Thank you, Estelle. I appreciate it. Yay. I adore you. Bye. Bye. Hey, so in case you didn't know already, my name is Estelle and I'm a Quebec-born Nova Scotia living 
yoga teacher, creative mentor, visual artist, author, and grief activist. You can visit my work and offerings at EstelleThompson.com. That's E-S-T-E-L-L-E-T-H-O-M-S-O-N.com. And subscribe if you like you like this conversation and it's helping you it has an impact on your life please subscribe give she quest podcast a five-star review and you know the best thing you can do is just take it a screenshot as you're listening to it and post it on your facebook or instagram story and it just really helps me get some traction momentum and share with others um you know what you love what you're listening to and that's it's helping you because it might just help someone else thanks so much bye merci this podcast was produced by tosh taylor of the podcast hub productions find her online at podcasthub.ca